ESPN San Antonio. All day, every day. 1250 ESPN San Antonio. And... Down for the count with Brandon Medina and Dan Cialana. and girls, children of all ages, ESPN San Antonio proudly brings to you the best show in the world. This is Down for the Count. I'm your man, Brandon Big Poppy Medina, and that right there, ladies and gentlemen, that is the dangerous yeah. one, Mr. Dangerous Dan Cialana. How you doing, brother? Uh, doing okay. C+. Plus. Maybe B minus. Okay. Uh, we have a short show today. Yes. Very, and as James Pledger reminded me before the show, it's not the size of the show that matters. It's what you do right. with it. So, and actually, by the way, half hour show tonight because we got a breakaway for tech basketball. Uh, I looked it up, and half hour is a perfectly average show time. Uh, people are used to to longer show times because they're just you know the internet and everything. But half hour uh, before the internet was a perfectly acceptable show <laughs> size. Amazing. It absolutely was, Dan, and I think we still live in those times. However, we're talking about <laughs> wrestling. We're talking about some WWE, AEW, and we are also talking about some NXT, some big stuff going on, Dan. We are. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about AEW Revolution. This oh, AEW Revolution. This pay-per-view <laughs> sets the world on fire for a lot of good and one bad that will forever stand the test of wrestling time. Dan, break it down for us. Well, hold on. See, see, okay, Pledger, you notice how quickly Brandon is moving through this segment. Yeah. Uh, because there, there's an question. elephant in the room we, ha we have to discuss there's here. There's no elephant. There's no elephant. So, as you know, Pledger, the, the greatest streak in the history of wrestling is not The Undertaker's WrestleMania undefeated streak. <laughs> not even close. The greatest streak in the history of wrestling is Brandon Medina's refusal to pay for pay-per-views and to watch by legal means. Look at him on Facebook right now. Look at him on Twitter. He is so proud of his, his stealing. You know, I hope you got malware. I hope whatever weird Russian VPN you went on, I hope they put <laughs> malware in your computer. I hope you will be the victim of identity theft because you oh deserve it. Crazy. Whoa, I support whoa, whoa. wrestling. I paid $50 for AEW Revolution. Brandon Medina wants to steal from independent wrestlers. He spits in the face of every wrestler we've ever had on this show. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is the truth. That's it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't wish that on him. What's He's that? on the computer. We got to finish this show. I'm sorry. Yes. That's right. He's proud of himself, Pledger. He is proud of his dysfunction. He is proud of his theft. Would, would you not be? Maybe. I, paid I, for say, it. I mean, if I was as good at that as he is, like, that's like being a pro wrestler. Hey, I Only so many people are so good oh. at that. And we're, we're in the midst of greatness here. I paid for the pay-per-view, Brandon, and you know how much I get paid around here. And I paid for it, okay? I'm going to have to work for another month. I get it. I get it, Dan. And listen, I want to let you know that was an incredible promo you just did. Nice little pipe bomb here hey. on ESPN San Antonio. However, There's Dan, more later. So trust me. However, Dan... Um, this is a pay-per-view that I definitely was excited for. I did watch by any means necessary. Uh, but also this pay-per-view, Dan, like we talked about, absolutely blew the minds of a lot of people. We got to see some hardcore matches some we just did. good old wrestling, but the ending dancing a lot of the <laughs> ending has been what's st stuck in people's minds. The ending is what's stuck on Twitter, on Facebook. 
it, it it's an ending like no other that we have not seen. It was embarrassing. And Dan, what was your initial reaction to the exploding barbed wire death match? <laughs> I'm trying to just, uh, you know, uh, pull it up here on my computer, Brandon. I don't know if you can hear me, but if you can try to maybe pull it up on your, your laptop, my laptop's a little slow here. You can find it on YouTube or Twitter if you can. I want to try to show everybody, and I want to show Pledger, or at least we can describe the end of this exploding barbed wire match, AEW Revolution, last Sunday, because we had so much lead up, right, Brandon? There's so much hype. hype. But then what, what happens? What happens? That hype is diminished into sprinkles of fireworks, into sprinkles of very bad explosives dancing. Reminds me of After, prom night. Not only that, not only that, that, Dan, this was a huge, a great success. This match was incredible, and that ending is what is going to stick in the minds of so many fans because of how cheap looking it was, yeah. how half-assed it felt. It just, I mean. The ending itself was going to be such an incredible, like long-lasting photo-framed memory for a lot of wrestlers with Eddie Kingston covering John Moxley. And if you've watched Japanese exploding death matches, the ring almost like explodes. Like you've seen those, Dan, where it's just like everything around there's this huge. It looks explosion. dangerous for the crowd. Like yeah, literally so, people in the front rows taking cover, <laughs> like, like legit, yes. so they don't die. It's so scary that's stuff. what I'm saying. <laughs> Obviously, they're not going to go that hard or that or that heavy, but oh, why not, Dan? Dan, do you think it all out? Do you think this was something that AEW will regret down the line, or is it one of those things where it's happened, we'll get over it, onto the next thing? You know, honestly, I, I you know, I, I heard some people say, "Oh, the AEW jumped the shark with that dud explosion at the end of Revolution." I think that's absolute nonsense. Uh, it was a tech mistake. It wasn't a moral failing. It wasn't bad booking. It was literally the technology failing. You and I have experienced that many times here in the last year, dealing with COVID yes. and technology and streaming and everything. So it's like, okay, it's one thing to have a bad show or to have bad content, but okay, if, if the tech goes down, okay, it happens. So it's sad that people are just probably going to remember the end of that show, the end of that match and not remember the story of that match of Moxley versus mm -hmm. Kenny Omega, and not remember the violence and the story that they told with their bodies and the bleeding and everything. They're just going to remember the dud explosion at the end. And to AEW's credit, Brandon, on Wednesday night on TNT, when they talked about the match, when Kenny Omega came out there with Don Callis, they kind of made fun of themselves. They go, oh, yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of what we wanted to happen. We knew it would be a dud. It was kind of like a tongue-in-cheek sort of nod to the audience saying, hey, listen, we're not going to just try to pretend that didn't happen. Uh, I think it's fine. I think it's going to be in the highlight reel of botches. It could be in, it's like botchamania forever. But yeah. I don't think it it diminishes too much the overall quality of that pay-per-view, AEW Revolution, from last Sunday night. I agree, Dan. And I think one thing to be very proud of as an AEW fan and as a company the Sting Darby Allen backs, you know, backstage brawl match. Um, I loved it. Was very well done. I mean, very well done. It made Sting look just as badass as the old days. Do you think, Dan, this is going to be kind of the move moving forward with a lot of these wrestlers way past their prime? Is it going to be more of cinema matches and not as much wrestling matches traditionally? I think so. And, and I know some people didn't like the idea that they, uh, a street fight actually had a ring. So part of the street fight in that old warehouse 
uh, had a ring in it. And so Sting was actually in the ring, which I was surprised to see. And I think that was kind of important for Sting uh, to have some wrestling moves in a ring so people wouldn't just write him off as, okay, well, he can't even get in the ring anymore. Like, he shows, no, I can still go. So that was cool. I loved that street fight. I thought it looked so damn cool. I, it looked like an action movie, a horror movie all in one. You know, cinematic matches, I, you know, if, if you do too much of them, you know, it's like they, they kind of start looking the same. But I, I just love the look of it and the feel of it. And I even enjoyed the commentators, like, doing the live commentary of the match. Um, we haven't really seen that recently in, in wrestling. So this street, the street fight, I absolutely loved it. I wasn't really expecting much. Maybe that's why I liked it so much, but I thought I, that was my favorite part of the show, honestly. Okay. Yeah. I completely think that you're on the right track. I wouldn't say my favorite part. I still think the exploding barbed wire death match was great, even though the dud fireworks, uh, had some effect to it, but, um, I will agree with you that sting and the way they, they made him look in the cinematic more, uh, movie-based match was really, really well done. Obviously, WWE has set the tone with the Undertaker matches they've done in the past. Um, I'm a big fan, but one thing I want to get your biggest reaction to, Dan Cialana, before we go to break, this is a huge one, okay? Yes. AEW is pushing, pushing, pushing for like the past two weeks about, hey, we're going to have a Hall of Fame-worthy talent. Oh, <laughs> Hall of Fame worthy talent, Dan Cialana. So we yeah. are, as wrestling fans, our minds are racing. We're trying to figure things out. We saw a lot of CM Punk's online, mm -hmm. a lot of Kurt Angle stuff online. Lesnar. Lesnar. How surprised were you to find out that the one and only Christian Cage, a.k.a. Christian from Edge of the Christian, makes the jump to AEW after just a month and a half ago being in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, I'm happy for Christian. He was one of the names that I was seeing kind of, you know, thrown around uh, as one of the, you know, mystery assignees for AW Revolution. And honestly, I was over, I was underwhelmed. I was kind of mm. preparing myself to be underwhelmed. And I think Paul really? White actually really botched the announcement like a few days before. He said, okay, remember Paul White came out there and said, hey, we, I have, I have the biggest scoop ever. Yeah. And so I, and I was, and, but then he goes, no, it's, it, he says, someone's going to be joining us. And he's, he says, it's not who you think, which was terrible. Let us think it's who we think. I think he wanted everyone to know, okay, it's not going to be Brock Lesnar. But I thought that was just like, a, I mean, just let people's minds go wild. Let them think it's Lesnar. Maybe they yeah. were trying to set expectations. I don't know, but I'm happy for Christian Cage. I'm glad for anyone who has a wrestling job in a prominent, you know, company, but I thought it was underwhelming. I would have rather seen Christian just come out kind of as a surprise, unannounced, or just sort of like uh, get involved in a match or just be signed and announced. I thought if you're going to hype it up like that, it should be someone with more prestige than Christian Cage. No offense to Christian, but I don't think he's, I don't think Christian puts butts in seats. I will 100% disagree. Uh, I think Christian is an absolute superstar. The wrestling world loves uh the idea of you know the peeps like christian always does he, he has his little posse of like people in the crowds he's somebody that is a great heel is a great baby face obviously i think it fit the bill of hall of fame worthy but i agree with you they probably set it up with really high expectations and then they bring it down quickly by saying it's not who you think like you said we're Bad wrestling times. fans our minds get to wander. Let us, let us, let us wander. Let us go crazy because that's why we love right. the world of sports. It's free. It's like you can't get in trouble for if people Almost decide. Announcing. Yeah, if people think, oh, maybe it is Brock Lesnar. If you don't say Brock Lesnar, 
it, it, you're not going to get sued by Brock Lesnar for like giving people telepathic thoughts. You know what I mean? So it's like, they should have been like, hey, let your mind go wild. Anyway, two more people yes. are going to go wild. You and I, Brandon. I'm Dangerous Dan Cialani. He is Brandon Big Poppy Medina. This is your wrestling show, Down for the Counts, on 1250 ESPN San Antonio, 94.5 FM, and on the go at ESPNSA.com slash wrestling. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. Two chocolate chip muffins coming in. Thank you. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Hey, can someone get that? Like at Claire's Cafe. To satisfy demand for takeout, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. The thing about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive. We don't even need the words the Home and Auto Bundle anymore to tell you that you could save big with a ring-tailed lemur from Progressive. Or that every hot peach cobbler comes with round-the-clock service and protection. And that's the thing about the goat with magic powers. You've heard a lot of ads about the sushi in Vancouver. See how much you could save with the Home and Auto Bundle <clears throat> with the Shaman in the Jungle from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. You know what makes every diamond unique and special are its four C's. Cut, clarity, color, and carat weight. But do you know what makes Diamonds Direct special and unique? It's our own four C's. The first C, concept. Diamonds Direct has revolutionized jewelry shopping by eliminating middleman markups and giving you direct access to the world's finest diamonds straight from the diamond cutters. The second C, choice. Diamonds Direct's multi-million dollar selection of precious diamonds is unparalleled. And with over 4,000 designer settings to choose from, you are empowered to make a decision that works for your style and taste. The third C, confidence. With a nationwide price guarantee, free lifetime warranty, our unique 110% diamond upgrade policy, and our no-pressure, no-risk environment, you have total peace of mind. And the fourth C, community. Every year we partner with local charities and nonprofits with significant donations of time, money, and jewelry to make this a better place for everyone. Diamonds Direct, as unique, special, and rare as every diamond in our showcase. Official jeweler of the Dallas Cowboys at the shops at La Cantera. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. For a limited time, you can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for the lowest price ever. Regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. You can adjust my pillow's patented fill so you have the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It comes with a 10-year warranty. It's washable and dryable so it stays healthy and it's 100% made in the USA. I'm also going to give you deep discounts on all my MyPillow products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets, my mattress toppers, bath towels, and so much more. That's $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow, the lowest price ever, and deep discounts on all my MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code SKY, S-K-Y, for this amazing special. Or call 800-635-1825 and use promo code SKY. I'm not here to hide my talents. In fact, my talents are hidden behind the opinion of others. But why not just let me go? Just let me go and see what happens. Why does it always have to be the same old, same old? You know, I, I packed up my life. I moved across the world. I set up in a completely different country with, with not much of a support system to chase this dream. 
to to what to get stuck in the locker room watching other women do what I do better than 98% uh, of them and the other 2% <laughs> well I'd sure as hell give them a run for their money it actually hurts when you know deep in your soul you are destined to be where you are striving for what you feel you deserve you know, my potential haunts me when you're striving for something that you feel you really deserve This is where I'm meant to be. And my patience has been running thin for quite some time. So stop wasting my time and give me Oscar. That was from Raw Talk Monday night. Peyton Royce Brandon, formerly of the Iconics, now a singles competitor. She wants her opportunity. She wants Oscar Brandon. Okay, I guess this is going to be the biggest uh, failure of WWE's press that we've seen. I don't trust in Peyton Royce to be a great wrestler. Um, I do think she has a great personality, but against Asuka, Dan, don't you think we're skipping some steps there? Well, maybe she just knows that it's her time. She's tired of waiting. See, that promo, you see, I know that was a long clip. We usually don't play Very clips long. that long uh, coming back, but it's actually even longer, but I cut some out of it. But that was from Raw Talk, and on Raw Talk, the wrestlers seem to have more of a leeway to kind of really yes. give more of themselves. And I am convinced, maybe you think I'm a mark, I know you always think I'm a mark, and I can't tell what's entertainment and what's real, but I truly believe that was Peyton Royce, You're a the mark. character, excuse me, You're a mark. Peyton Royce, the character and the person. She wants the opportunity. She was already upset, legitimately upset that they broke up the Iconics. And now she wants an opportunity. She's like, okay, you're going to make me a single star? Make me a single star. And she's putting it out there. The worst they can say is no. And everybody can relate to that. Everybody's been in a situation, whether it's a relationship or a job situation, where you feel you're not getting what you deserve. You're not getting the opportunities. that You feel like you're just being just put in a box. Everybody's been there. They can relate, Brandon. They can relate. You're right. I like you're it. right. I I think she has a a lot more potential than most there in backstage and in the locker room. But Dan, we've talked about it on this show. You're a huge day one iconics fan. I right? am. That was that was your team. Do you really think she can survive with the longevity of these other divas champions and the other women's champions? without Billy Kay by her side? Do you think as a yes. singles competitor, she yeah. can stand alone? So you believe she can become a contender? Is what if you're given saying, the champion. opportunity, if given the real opportunity, look at the Bella Twins when they first came out. Oh my gosh, you guys were on a reality TV show. You're a joke. And you know, oh, and, and the same thing about the Bella Twins. You need each other. You need that twin magic. You can't do it on your own. But now people look at Nikki Bella and Brie Bella as legends Peyton Royce is not there yet but she has the potential and it's, it's not even about Peyton brand it, it's about letting these other wrestlers 
just give their personality, not having Vince McMahon hand them a script. Here, memorize this script. And 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 remember your lines, repeat your lines. They got you. That's Peyton Royce saying, just let me go. Stop giving me scripts, Vince McMahon. Just let me go. Let me do what you hired me to do. Let me be the wrestler and performer that I know I can be once you take the shackles off of me. So it's not just about Peyton Royce. It's about everybody on the WWE roster. And everybody can relate, no matter where you are in life. Dan Cialana just dropping pipe bombs right now. This is incredible to see. I will say... I appreciate how passionate you are for somebody like her who you followed for so long, trusted to, to, to find her own way. This would be huge. But again, I have to go back. Obviously, they're, they're known right now as the iconics of, of old, right? The, yeah. the, the ones that we used to watch that were champions that have been incredible and were split up recently. My thing is, if she goes on and becomes a superstar, where does that leave Billy Kay? Is Billy Kay the art truth of the women's division? Or what is Billy Kay going to be doing? Yeah, it's the same thing with Billy Kay. It's like if they're going to split up the iconics, they need to give Billy Kay something better to do than give people resumes. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, and I mean, it's entertaining, entertaining for a few minutes, but they they got to just either bring them back together or let them actually be stars because you obviously broke them up. So that they they can become stars. So both Billy Kay and Peyton Royce deserve better than WWE is giving them. There you go. However, one thing we do need to get into about WWE, and that is the NXT brand. Yeah. Obviously, Dan Cialano, we saw we just went from talking about Peyton Royce and the Iconics, a tag team champions of their own. Uh, they were tag team champions for a while there. Obviously. That leads everybody to believe NXT was going to be deserving of some women's tag team championships, mm -hmm. and they finally get that opportunity. Dan, is this a long time coming, or is this another battle, another struggle of too many championships to follow, too many championships to to to, to try to piece together for pay per views? Where does this fall? Are you excited, or is it just too much already? It's kind of too much, you know me. In terms of belts, championships, I think the more you have. The more championships that are around that you have to worry about, the more diluted the specialness becomes of the, of the championship. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, I come from an era when there was just one champion. There's an Intercontinental champion. There's a tag team champion. So it's yeah. it's like, okay, but you're the NXT women's champion, but you're the NXT women's European UK uh transitional champion. It's, it's a little bit too much. <laughs> I don't understand any of it. I'm currently the 24-7 champ. James Pledger. Did you know that? There we go. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. He beat Bad Bunny. That, James Pleasure and Bad Bunny need to, need to fight at WrestleMania. That's what I'm talking about. So. I'm, all, I'm all for it. But I'll buy a ticket I, that. I, I agree with you. I think it does water down the championship title picture. It does wa water down uh, the women's tag team wrestling a little bit just because I feel none of them are legit tag teams. The Iconics, you can see, are tag teams. A lot of these other women get thrown together like we've seen on uh, on WWE, so there there's so many ways to go for the NXT brand. They're doing incredible stuff with the Adam Cole, Finn Balor stuff. Do you think NXT has more talent these days, Dan Cialana, than the days of the past with Charlotte or Sasha Banks or Bailey, or do you think this is a more watered down product than than before? Yeah, uh, well, we just have a couple minutes left here in our short show tonight for Down for the Count. Uh, but I, I think NXT just sort of in general, it's it just, it's kind of lost its luster. It's kind right. of lost its, because it used to have sort of like this very kind of uh cult 
sort of indie vibe to it. Yep. You know, and I, I'm sure you had friends. I have wrestling friends who loved NXT but didn't watch the main roster of WWE. But now NXT is sort of kind of becoming more main roster. It's on cable. And now NXT, unfortunately, will just start. If they're not careful, it's just going to turn into that old ECW. Not the old, uh, not the real old ECW, but the WWE the knockoff of ECW. It's going to be the B League of WWE. So I think they got to be careful about that. NXT just doesn't do it for me anymore. Like, it, it's there's nothing wrong. Everybody there is talented. The pay-per-views are solid, but it just doesn't give me that excitement. It just doesn't have doesn't give me that thrill going up my leg, if you know what I mean. Huh. Blue Chew will fix that right up. But um, no, yeah, I agree with you. I think NXT definitely has lost its luster. But my, I guess, before we get out of here, I guess my idea of NXT, though, has always been the same. It's it's a room for improvement. It's a place for growth, a place for, you know, experimenting with different match types and match styles. Do you think because they're on TV, Dan, that that makes a huge difference for wrestling fans? Are there different compliance things? Maybe they have to follow that, that, that they lose that excitement from being just on the WWE Network? I think so. I, I think if you're on TV, it's hard to call yourself a developmental league. It's hard to call NXT nah. developmental if you're on weekly TV. Developmental is where you're supposed to learn and kind of just get used to things, get used to the cameras, get used to the microphone and the mat. Like develop. When I think about developmental, I think about like like uh, reality of rest, like wrestling in Houston, Booker T's outfit out there. That's more developmental. You know, NXT you can't really call it developmental anymore. So. They're going to, you know, and I think people who used to follow NXT in years past, they liked knowing that they were supporting people who were just getting started out. But now it's like, well, NXT, they're stars and good for them. But I just, it just doesn't have that indie sort of feel to it, that specialness to it. And do you believe AEW took that spot where it feels a little bit more special? I think so. I think AEW is the one that really kind of is like the go-to to like support indie wrestlers and giving people that shot. That's what I'm talking about. Well, we love all wrestling, indie, mainstream. Yeah. We love everything. Wrestling is better than your favorite thing. Is that not correct, Nancy Alana? Absolutely. And before we go, Joshua Wil Wilbur on Facebook said that NXT is a place to prosper and be a star before you get stuck in catering by Vince over on the main <laughs> roster. It's true. What it's, a way. It's happened. What a way. What a way to take us out. Thank you guys for joining <laughs> us. This is Down for the Counts. I'm your man, Brandon Big Poppy Medina. That is the dangerous one, Mr. Dangerous, Dan Cialano. Short we show. talk every it's over Thursday. Already. Yeah, over already. We talk every man. Thursday at 7. Continue to follow us on Twitter, and we will talk to you guys soon. That's the bottom line, because Down for the Count said so. That's so. I'm sure it happens to a lot of shows. Don't be embarrassed. Follow Down for the Count on Twitter at DFTC Podcast.